Welcome to The Edit. If you're a photographer looking to elevate your business, you're in the right place. We're three seasoned pros who have managed profitable businesses over the past two decades. Together, we've curated strategies for what works and what doesn't, and we're here to share that knowledge with you. Whether you're just starting out or have been around a while, join us to build sustainable, profitable, and fulfilling businesses together. And welcome to The Edit. We are excited to be back today to talk a little more about AI, ChatGPT specifically. And so to start off, I want to ask what was the last AI that you used this week, or maybe you didn't use it this week and you used it some other time. So if you can start for us, Erin. Okay. So I'll tell you two, because one of them's boring and it was just that I've been <laughs> using, um, not ChatGPT, but AI in Photoshop for like smoothing out wrinkles and getting away, you know, hairs and things like that. So the more fun answer that you're really looking for <laughs> is on Halloween. Um, so who knows when this episode is going to air, but recently on Halloween, I was making signs. All of the girls were princesses at our party and all of the moms and a couple dads were the older version of the character. And we had been arrested for crime. <laughs> so I used chat GPT to help me come up with our princess crimes. Um, so Tinkerbell was, um, possession of pixie dust. Uh, Cinderella was evading house arrest and <laughs> bells was overdue library book. Oh my! Um, some of them I had, but chat GPT just helped me make it better. Like change yes. the wording a little bit. Oh, that's, so that's awesome. It's hilarious. How about you? Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's fabulous. <laughs> uh, mine was uh, for marketing. I was trying to, so with the holidays coming up and just trying to uh, get the word out there to my clients, like, Hey, you got a deadline for ordering holiday cards. Um, and I used it to come up with like something to the tune of jingle bells, but like about Christmas <laughs> oh, cards. And cause That's I so came fun. up with something and I was like, this isn't quite rhyme. Like, so I used it to come up with a rhyme for me that would go to the tune of jingle bells about like jingle bells cards are here. Now's your moment to cheer. I can't remember exactly, but either way, ChatGPT came up with a way better uh, little song than I could ever do on my own. So I used it for marketing and for marketing Clever. Christmas cards specifically. That is awesome. I love it. I love it. So mine, I was actually using it just before we got on because um, ChatGPT is updating all the time and I haven't played around with Dolly yet. So now... Um, you can create images in ChatGPT through Dolly, which is the OpenAI image source. And so I was like, okay, let's start. So my, what I wanted, what I asked for an image of was a photographer, a female photographer that is trying to take a photo of the bride and groom coming down the aisle. And there's um, some extra men there with their fancy cameras getting in the way, even though they're not really the photographer. <laughs> um, and... So it was really funny. And I, so, but then I kept, it wasn't like quite right because, and of course all the men look like groomsmen and, you know, the girl, mm -hmm. the, the woman looked, I mean, just very odd. And um, so I kept going. And then, so I was like, well, maybe it'd be fun to have one where she's like punching one of them out, you know, just something wild <laughs> that wouldn't happen. And the groom are cheering them on. And they, uh, it, chat GPT, like, you know, basically scolded me and said, we cannot create images of violence. So oh, I was like, oh, interesting. But what I loved about it 
was that it said, how about I um, come up with something else for you that might be a little more creative? And so then they created an image, two images where the photographer was on like a ladder and, um, you know, and then I was like, how about you put the photographer on stilts? (laughs) And so, and I went through several versions of those. And for some reason it would not take the pants off the stilts. So I would say, do not put pants on the stilts. And, you know, I think we will include um, some of these images that I created because they were really funny. And I sent them to Amanda and Aaron this morning. So that was just, yeah, yeah, put them in the newsletter. (laughs) So fabulous. Um, and something- I like that it just like had the pants on the stilts because why not? <laughs> she doesn't want anybody to know that she's not that tall, so it's. I like- mean, it's a wedding; you have to dress appropriately and have stilt pants. Yes, go obviously. Yes, and I think one of them actually added like an extra tripod leg, and it- <laughs> so like I'm not quite sure how it was almost like a tail. Um, oh and my gosh! The hilarious. funniest thing was right after I did the first one, um, when I talked about that situation. Its answer was, voila, two scenes capturing the all-too-familiar wedding photography struggle. <laughs> so it mm. knew that this is can be kind of common. And I know it's not always just like men doing this. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it just, you know, for the photo, I That's thought it would be hilarious. Fun. So that was really fun. Um, and this is, you know, so ChatGPT can be super fun. Uh, it can, you know, also be very helpful and things like we were just talking about, like, I love that you use that for, for the party that you were creating and then using it for marketing. Um, and so we're not gonna have any party planning <laughs> tips. <laughs> All of my mind is going, going there right now. Um, so I want to talk about just some ways that you can actually use chat GPT for your business um, outside of this hilarious stuff that you can do. So, um, and just a quick overview. It's the beginning of November as we're recording this now. And yes, that you can create images in Dali. Um, they actually now officially have the search feature back. So it can actually, ChatGPT can now search the internet currently. And it used to be where all of its information was from a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I mm-hmm. haven't played around too much currently with using the search feature, but I think it's going to be really interesting, especially for learning um, things like social media, like Instagram. I want to test out um, how to find good hashtags. Mm -hmm. So considering it can look into kind of what's trending, we can um, start figuring out how it can help us create hashtags, what is currently going on in terms of social media and how the best to use it. And I think that's one of the big things that I would say when you're starting out is using ChatGPT as a teacher. Most of you listening to this have, you have people that you follow that educate um, and you start hearing so many voices. And if I know for me, when I go down the education route, I want to learn everything (laughs) and I want to buy (laughs) all the courses and it's just not practical. So I want to learn how to do copywriting better. I want to learn how to do marketing. I want to learn how to do like posing, how to run a business. What about lawyers and contracts and all of that? Mm -hmm. And what I love about this is now I don't, I definitely when it comes to like lawyers, don't just rely on chat. (laughs) Yeah, don't, don't. (laughs) But um, you can do things where it's like, okay, I need some help with my copywriting and ask 
all right, ChatGPT, can you give me a formula for writing an Instagram caption? And I actually did that the other day and it gave me um, a formula where you start with a hook, you throw in something with your personality. Um, and I can't remember all the steps. And then when you go into, let's say you, you're like, okay, well, what's a hook? Then that's something that you can ask ChatGPT. Can you describe a hook for me? What does that mean? And it's gonna be able to teach you these things that you might normally have to sit down and read a very long book to get. And of course the book's gonna help you be better, but this is a good starting mm -hmm. point. That's awesome. Especially if you're really short on time too. And you're like, Hey, I just need to come up with like something for this week. Exactly. Or if you're like Aaron and I who are in the thick of our busy season right now, and we're like, we are just trying to keep our heads above water. Like I don't have time right now. I just need the quick, <laughs> the quick lesson, the cliff's notes, if you will, before I dive into something when I have time. Yes. Now have either of you used chat GPT kind of as a teacher for something? Have you tried that? I don't think I have. I really have just used it for helping me word things mm -hmm. in a way that sounds more concise or clear or uh, is to the tune of Jingle Bells, apparently. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I haven't really used it as a teacher, although I have talked to some friends who use it for very specific things. Um, a couple of friends are looking for jobs right now, and they've used it to help them create resumes that work in their specific field of what they're trying to get a job in. And so ChatGPT is teaching them what they need to have in their resume and what order to put things in and how to formulate a resume to have it work um, for the job that they're going for, which I find fascinating. I love it. That is awesome. And then how about you, Erin? Have you done it for any like, teaching things? I was slow to jump on the chat GPT. Um, and so I've just dabbled a bit. I've had it make me different ideas for like email subjects and Instagram captions about certain things, or I, I've had it make lists for me a lot, but I never thought to just ask it a question like it was a teacher. I think that's excellent. So the answer is no, I have not yeah, yet. No, that's great. <laughs> but I love the idea. Yeah. And I think um, what you're, what you just started talking about is another way to go about it too. So you can use ChatGPT as an instructor, but you can also use it for ideation, like coming up with ideas and it, um, which I think is an amazing thing. Uh, what I wanted to talk about real quick. And before we get into this ideation, a lot of people will, when I first start talking about ChatGPT for people, they'll say, well, can it do this? Or can't, you know, they'll ask me questions if it can do something. And what I would say is just ask it whatever you want to ask and it will let you know. Um, and so you almost use it the way you would an assistant. So, oh, you know, you can kind of like imagine that you have an assistant and you're sitting down chatting with someone like, I'm kind of stuck on this, um, this marketing idea that I have and I don't know where to go with it. Here's some of my ideas. What do you think? Now, ChatGPT mm. isn't actually, again, we talked about this in our other episode. It's not actually thinking, yeah. <laughs> but it's going to hear what you say and it's going to come back with some other ideas that will then maybe spark something else with you. So it's almost like having an assistant. So if you're just starting out, you know, just go into it like you're meeting with, you know, you're maybe interviewing an assistant. You're saying, hey, I want to kind of have an idea of what you can do and just talk to it like normal. And it feels <laughs> weird to start. And then it starts to feel, um, I don't know, have you ever, I've gotten to where I want to say, please. And thank you. I am always like from the get go, I'm like, hi, ChatGPT, please create <laughs> always. Thank you. I do. And it's just like, oh my gosh, like really? 
as if it's going to show you favor because you were nice to it over the next person typing in at the same time. Like, yes. I'm going to help a man. Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> She's nice. To it's me. like weird, but it's like, oh no, that like, you know, like your own personality trait comes through where it's like, I'm always like really polite. So I'm like, I'm really polite when I'm asking even a computer to do something for me. <laughs> you know, it's good. I think it's good practice, you know, in case they do decide to like revolt, you know, maybe we'll be the nice ones there. Like they always have Amanda money. always said, please and thank you. We're going to leave her business alone. She'll be good. <laughs> I love it. So Erin, do you want to share a little about how you kind of use that for like coming up with different ideas? Do you have an example? Oh, um, sure I do. (laughs) (laughs) Let me me think for a moment. Um, I have, again, so I was sending emails, um, creating my newsletters. And so I did, you know, email subjects for me are always tricky because you need them to be, um, eye-catching, but not cheesy. And they need to be concise, but also have value, you know? So I feel like I use a lot of the same email subjects for newsletters over and over and over again, Uh, especially after sending monthly newsletters, not consistently, but basically for the last decade, you know, Mm -hmm. like I just kind of start to feel stale after doing things over and over and over again. So I had it make me a list of, um, email subjects. And I gave it a little bit of guidelines. I can't remember how specific I was because I kind of just wanted to see where it would take me. Yeah. Um, so I used it for that recently. Um, Instagram captions are also the same for me where in the middle of busy season, I, my brain just doesn't want to think of words, you know? Yeah. And, and so I will sometimes type in what I'm thinking about saying and say, can you say this better? And sometimes that's all I type in is just better. Sometimes I'll give it more direction. Like I need this to be um, more cheery or I need this to sound more professional. But sometimes I just say, can you make this better? I will say though, I usually, and I don't know why I do this, but I I usually will say, give me a list of 10 ways to, like I, for some reason, I always tell it like how many responses I want. Cause I don't want it to just give me one. Mm -hmm. I like for it to give me a lot of options and so I usually say, can you give me 10 ways to say this better? And then I'll type in what I need. I know there's been more ways. I wish I had been making notes um, I for think, this episode because I can't think of them. No, I think that's great. And I, you know, I do the same thing where I ask for 10 different versions. And I think, I know for me, when I have several different versions, if not, none of them sound quite right, it'll even sometimes give me a word that I didn't think of that, mm-hmm. you know, some sort of like synonym or a way to arrange them that I'm like, oh, I never even thought of what that could be. So I think that's mm-hmm. great advice. And I do, I mean, I think I, I do the same thing. And this is actually a good lead in to um, using them for captions, because that is such a great way that photographers can quickly start using ChatGPT. Um, and before we jump into the actually using them and how to use them in captions, um, I do want to say there is a lot of controversy about using ChatGPT just to write blogs and not changing anything. Um, when it comes to SEO, the SEO is getting a lot smarter and it will be able to tell if you if everything is straight ChatGPT or AI mm-hmm. created and they're going to bump you down. Um, you can still use it for blogs, but the best way to use it is to get ideas or maybe help rearrange 
And there's also programs that you can use to double check what, what it wrote and how you kind of rearranged it or how you picked and put pieces together um, to see if it would be detected by so interesting. Yes. So we can, Could we maybe put some of those in the newsletter? Yes. Could we talk about that? That'd be great. For yes. We can absolutely add that to the newsletter. Um, and just even using it for um, things like grammar is a great way to use it. Grammarly. I don't know if you have ever used Grammarly. Um, yes. And it's yep. basically <laughs> it was an AI before I knew it was an AI. Um, yeah. It would fix a lot of your sentences. It's a really great tool. Um, and they actually now have a chat bot in Grammarly to help spur on ideas. Oh, that's yes. cool. I didn't know that. Yep. So we have all of those. But when it comes to social media, you're not going to have that same um, worry about, you know, Google's not going to be in Instagram testing to see if your caption is AI. So you've got a lot mm -hmm. more freedom in using AI when you're going into something like Instagram. And apparently we all love it. We're not talking about anything else at the moment. We love Instagram. I do like, um, yeah, that's me. That's my social media of choice yes. as far as getting, it's the only thing that's really brought me results. I guess that's where I come mm -hmm. from. And well, Pinterest is definitely starting to get a little bit more there, but that's definitely more. I find SEO makes more of the difference than Instagram. Cause I feel like at least in our area, that's what I find people are searching for is they're looking for Seattle area specific things. And so for me, at least I find that the people that reach out to me on Instagram are people that are already in my market and are looking for something specific. And they basically have a portfolio at their fingertips um, and they can just slide in my DMs and ask yeah. me some questions. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Pinterest, that's another one that could be another topic. So let us yes. know, mm -hmm. let us know if you think you're here <laughs> about using Pinterest and we can let you know. So what I did is I asked Amanda to, I, I asked her two things and I did two experiments. She sent me photos of a recent session and then she also sent me a description of photos from a recent session. And what I did was um, I am because you can also import photos into ChatGPT and ask it to write questions or not questions, captions based on those photos. And I did that. And then I also did a second um, a second round where I just put in Amanda's description of the photo. And I want to talk more about putting in your description because I found that at this moment, just inputting the photos, it wasn't, I spent so much time trying to kind of get the captions better or wasn't quite reading something right. It wasn't really worth it. So I think taking mm -hmm. the time to describe the photo is the best way to do it. So will you read me while I pull this up, what you wrote, mm -hmm. and I will give you some of the sample captions that it created for you. Yes, definitely. Do you want the short one I sent you or the long Why one? Why don't you send, say the short one and then you can um, let everyone know what you added just to give a little more okay. description. Okay. So the first one I sent was Ava is a high school senior at Lake Washington High School. I've been photographing her and her twin brother since they were four months old. We photographed her, se her session in Kirkland at Heritage Park, Heritage Hall, and Waverly Beach Park. She likes ballet, reading books by Agatha Christie, and spending time at the beach. So that was the first quick one. And then the slightly longer description, which had more to do with the images as well and not just Ava and who she is as a senior, was basically the exact same thing. And then I added, we photographed on a warm summer day in August during both Golden Hour and Blue Hour. Her session took place in three locations in Kirkland. 
She likes ballet, reading books by Agatha Christie, and spending time at the beach. The first set of photos were taken at Heritage Park, which overlooks Lake Washington, and featured Ava in a pink shirt with floral print pants. The second set of photos were taken at Heritage Hall and featured Ava in pink and green, in a pink and green floral dress. There were a lot of black-eyed Susan flowers at, the, at this location, so many photos included those in the background. I also found a patch of white flowers nearby, so we took some photos of her with those. The last set of photos were taken at Waverly Beach Park and featured Ava in a colorful, long, and flowy summer dress. We took photos of her in the sand, then moved to a nearby dock where I photographed her doing various ballet poses. Awesome. When you write a caption like this, if you struggle with writing, just write whatever comes to your head. Like, she wore a pink dress. Period. <laughs> don't stress about the writing part. I mean, I'm saying that because your writing is is so good. So I don't want. It's very descriptive. I'm a very, very descriptive, descriptive writer. <laughs> it's lovely and it's wonderful. I've talked to so many people that really struggle with that writing, and so I don't want anybody to feel intimidated about this. This is what's so great. You can just put out your basic way of saying things. Um, and one thing I did not tell you that I did, Amanda, was I actually went in and I took copy from your website, and I said. Um, ChatGPT, I'm going to teach you Amanda's voice. And oh, I like, added cool. in, in like some of your copy that you've already written. Um, I was teaching it all about you. At one point, I got confused and was calling you Whitney. And I'm like, no, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that is something you can do. Um, and real quick for a tidbit, when you start a new chat in ChatGPT, uh, it's going to remember everything in that chat. It's not going to remember other parts of your chat. If you mm. have ChatGPT4, there is a section for you to feed it some information that stays there all the time. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I have that section filled in with stuff about me and just different aspects of who I am and you know what my voice is like. Um, and so I think that's part of why it kept, it would pull in <laughs> me sometimes. Yep. I'm like, it's not me. Um, but so what I did was I taught it a little bit about your voice. I don't feel like the results I got, I would have needed to teach it a little more to kind of get mm -hmm. there. But when you're doing that, you want to keep all of that in one chat. Okay. Because once you That's start another know. chat, it's not going to remember all of that about your voice. Um, and so I actually asked it. The first thing I did was um, ask it about coming up with uh, a blog. Just a simple oh, like... Okay. Um, a blog post draft and it uh, I'm going to real, I'm not going to send you the whole thing, but uh, the title of it, Ava's captivating senior session across Kirkland's best locations. And Ooh. iconic background of heritage park. And then it went in a little bit about heritage park, the floral serenade at heritage hall, um, Waverly beach park, sand, sea and ballet. And those are all just kind of little sections of the blog. And it went into more detail. So what I loved about that is here's a blog talking about locations that you were at. That's going to help with your SEO. Mm -hmm. and again, if you're posting this as a blog, you're going to have to go in and make sure it's and just, sound yeah, AI adjustments and edit. Yep. Uh, and so then I had it, I asked it to come up with some captions and let's see. So the, I was doing five captions at a time. The first one's okay. I'll, I'll just read you a couple of these. Bringing English garden vibes to Kirkland, Ava's floral dress and Heritage Hall's blooming black-eyed Susans were a dynamic duo. Oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, from baby pics to senior snaps, it's been a joy capturing Ava's journey. Swipe to take a tour of Kirkland's finest photo spots. Mm. Um, and then I had to do a few more. 
As a photographer and a mom, I cherish these everyday moments. Swipe through to relive Ava's summer session from sandy toes to blooming backdrops. Every frame is a keepsake. So it's making them really short and simple. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Here's another one. Books and ballet. Ava's two loves. And we managed to incorporate both. This girl isn't just smart and talented. She's a ray of sunshine. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's actually more of what I would actually say too. Yeah. So having all of these like captions is going to give you options, but also, yeah. you know, some ideas to where to go. And I'm not even sharing everything because it would be very boring. <laughs> just <listen. laughs> um, But we will give you um, just a taste of this in the, in the newsletter. So you can see a little bit more and, you know, even some of these prompts. Um, and I love that she's into Agatha Christie. I mean, this is just me. I know. I know. <laughs> she like loves Agatha Christie. Yes. I love it so much. I love it too. And I actually was a ballerina. So. Oh, were you? Yes, I didn't know I that. I mysteries like um, constantly. So yeah. So this was fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> I picked the perfect senior for you then. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and I love this one. Exploring the historic streets downtown with Ava felt like we stepped right into an Agatha Christie novel. Between her chic fashion sense and that mysterious alert, I half expect Hercule Poirot to join us. So it's pulling in so from good. her books. Yeah, it's pulling in stuff from yes. her too. Stuff that I wouldn't do because I don't read Agatha Christie. So yes. it would be something where I'd be like, oh, that's kind of cool. I can put that in there. Then like maybe attract something from somebody else that I didn't even know about. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. So what did you, what did, what did you think about that? How did those that I that pulled out, like, how did that sound to you? And how do you think you would go ahead and use that? Yeah. You know, I was gonna say that the one that I specifically was like, Ooh, I like that. That definitely yes. sounds more like my tone. Yes. <laughs> so it's one of those where I could see, and this is what I do right now with chat GBT is mm -hmm. same thing. If I am kind of stuck, I will ask it like, Hey, give me five different ways to say this. And then I pull from each one and I kind of pick and choose things mm -hmm. and dissect each section and then put it in together. Um, and then a lot of times with that, with that piecemeal, um, caption, I'll then feed that back to them and say, Hey, polish this up a little bit. So then it's kind of, I don't know, this is where I'm like, I don't know if it's so much of a time saver or not, because I'm like kind of putting in this extra work to make it happen. Um, and I don't know if that's also going to improve as you know, the, like I said, if I keep the chat box open yeah. and it knows who I am and it starts to get a better feel for my voice, then maybe it won't take me as much time to, to concoct a mm -hmm. caption that sounds more like something I would say. Um, but yeah, that's what I would do. I mean, I'm pretty impressed with that. And the fact that they drew in some of the, the Kirkland part of things too, from what I've learned for one of my friends that does marketing is that you can definitely still do hashtags, but a lot of the search will actually search your words and your captions now mm -hmm. too. So how great is that to have it pull those pieces of Kirkland so that somebody who's searching for me, who is in my area can be like, Oh, cool. Here we go. Oh, I know that park. That's awesome. I want to go yeah. do that too. So I think that's really, really great that it not only pulled stuff about the senior, but mm -hmm. also from the location and just made a couple of different connections that I wouldn't have otherwise. Yes. Another thing that I was thinking when I was hearing that part and they were talking about Kirkland and the locations and whatnot is Let's say that you use the captions for Ava now to show her sneak peeks or mm -hmm. however, whatever your process is, whenever you show them, but you're featuring Ava now with a carousel with five pictures. But then three months from now, mm -hmm. maybe you take four other photos from her session and you have it be about Kirkland. And so you're not having to do, you're getting more content from the mm -hmm. same session mm -hmm. without reposting quote unquote, Ava again, because you're posting yeah. about one. So that about just gave you twice the amount of posts, you know, it just doubled your post. 
yeah, that's really awesome. I didn't really think about it from that point of view for later on, but that totally makes sense. And just to be able to have, yeah, all that time spent at least now is divided into two. So it technically took half of the time that it would have otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I know that from one of the other photographers I follow who does a lot of marketing stuff, she always says like do double duty. So for her, it's Pinterest because that's where she gets a lot of her um inquiries and just people finding Mm -hmm. her. So I've started to put a lot of the like reels that I've made on Instagram into Pinterest as well, but just change the captions up a little bit. So this could be something where it's very much along the same lines of not only use it for Instagram, but then pop that over into Pinterest and attract the people that are looking on Pinterest for Kirkland photographers and then feature that. So then it could even Mm -hmm. just like do like quadruple duty. (laughs) And then I think so many photographers will show a session or a wedding or whatever it is once. And then you're like, well, I've already shared it. And you've done that work and the images are beautiful and they have such a short shelf life in the grand scheme of things when you really could turn it into multiple pieces of content and chat GPT is going to make it easier. So chat GPT four is a paid version, right? It is. Okay. Just in case our listener is as new to it as I am. Do you remember off the top of your head how much you pay for ChatGPT4? Or should we just say, check the newsletter after we've had a chance to? (laughs) I believe it's around $20 a month. Yeah. So I have the free one and I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, I'm I'm hearing you talk about basically this profile that you're building Mm -hmm. um, that the version four remembers. And I'm trying to think, okay, if I'm not ready to pay $20 a month yet, um, could I have like a note or a document on my computer that's like a short bio, for lack of a better word, yes. that I just copy and paste to the beginning of every prompt? Would that yes. work? Like if it's like, this is who I am, this is my typical, this is this describes my voice, X, Y, and Z, and then ask it to do something? Do you think that would work if I like told it a little bit more about me before I asked for the prompt? Yes, I think I would absolutely try that. Um, and I would do some do some testing because the regular chat GPT, you're still going to get a lot of the really good stuff. Uh, and I wish I had researched more about this question beforehand because I, at the moment, because I've been using chat GPT for, I'm not sure how, how it compares at the moment with the unpaid version, if they're, um, if the writing is going to be better in chat GPT four, mm. um, but I would say, I would say absolutely try that. You can totally do that and you can like keep adding it. What you'll find, what you will, and what I have found is even in ChatGPT4, I'll tell it stuff and then I'll realize, oh wait, it needs to know X, Y, Z. So you're, that document's going to mm. continue to change. So you'll kind of keep yeah. changing that. And even with my profile, I still have to change stuff. So it's not, I would not say that the profile is, would be enough to, to, like go pay $20 a month just to get that. Um, Mm -hmm. I, a lot of the search features, actually, I'm not sure if the search feature, like the current search feature is in chat GPT three. So we will find out. This would be great for us to do for, yeah, let's do some side by sides. What if I'm logged into the free version, you're logged into the paid version and we ask the same prompts. See what you get. See what comes share side by sides. I think that's a great, let's do that. Yes. We will do that. And we, um, and with everything changing so fast, um, we will put updated information about um, the difference between three and four at the moment when the newsletter comes out. And we will kind of answer that question in there. So you, yes, you can absolutely do that. And, um, but there are going to be things, other things that chat GPT for. I do know that it um, 
comes up with ideas, but it's better at like ideation and creating, Mm. helping you brainstorm. Um, And that's one of the things I really love using it for. So I will say that is one of the advantages, but I think it's a great, let's, let's do a, let's do a. I love that. Just see what it does. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So. And one thing we did not even get into using chat GPT for scheduling and office work. I mean, this is a whole nother. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing is everything like changes so quickly too. So there we go. The next time we talk about it, the next time we we talk about it, talk about this part. Yes. Organization, because I think we've covered a lot and I hope you all have a really good place to start. You know, just go in there, start talking to it, pretend like you've gotten a a virtual assistant to help you add away, talk, you know see what it'll do. And, you know, it might scold you if you, <laughs> if you try something it doesn't like. Violent. No, it's like, no you're, it's like the little angel on your shoulder. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> no. <laughs> so oh, it cracks me up. Awesome. I love it. Well, if you have not signed up for our newsletter yet, you want to go to the editweekly.com sign up for our newsletter. We are going to be sending a lot of information about ChatGPT. We will also be sending some prompts that you can use to help you get started. So that is um, going to be so valuable for you. So please uh, go sign up. We would love to hear from you too. If you have questions, um, let us know. Message us, uh, email us, however you want to get in touch. Uh, Hit us up on Instagram because apparently that's where we all hang out. Yes, <laughs> I know on Instagram. Um, and why don't you, I cannot remember it at <laughs> moment. Why don't you share, Amanda? <laughs> you create a brand new. The Edit Weekly. The edit there weekly. we go. Okay, now I've got it. <laughs> All right. So, um, okay. Well, we are signing off and we will talk to you, we'll you next, next week. Bye.